Welcome back to the second episode of Carolina Friday Night Lights. I have a special guest right here. We go way back to the Bluefield days. <laughs> um, so, Man, still in Bluefield. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, John Walker. Yeah, I doing? All right. You know, play football for Bluefield. You know, just running back. You know, trying to you know earn my spot. Got to fight for it. Okay, okay. So, on this segment, I would like to. This is the first segment of the uh, show. It's gonna call. It's gonna be called Faith in Football. Basically, mm-hmm. we're gonna be talking about overcoming obstacles in the sport of football because I believe that when you're playing football, like it teaches you like lessons that no other thing could teach you. You know, especially like growing up, you playing football as a youngin, you getting taught life lessons every day, even in practice. So. With this, we're going to be talking about like, so, uh, Dijon, we're going to be talking about the coaching staff. Like, for an example, like you said, you fighting for a spot. How do you, like, overcome, like, the the coaching staff? Because most people, when I talk to them about sports, they'll be like, oh, the coach, he already got his team picked, you know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't even care no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, Okay, so, you know, going with a lot of – how other people say that, you know, that they already got their favorites, you know, certain things that you can't do, certain things that you could do to try to show yourself, but, the, you know, you may feel like the coach is not really paying attention. I was in that position a lot of times, and, you know, in high school, you know, I never really played a full season because of that situation. And, you know, it was just, you have to change your perspective on things because I don't know if, you know, I'm speaking from my standpoint and how, you know, I'm, you know, a spiritual person and how I believe in God. So you have to, you have to switch your perspective on, putting your perspective on who you're really doing it for, because a lot of, a lot of athletes out there, they really try to put their intentions on the person and coaches. And, you know, for a person that's, you know, a spiritual, you know, believe in God, I'm, I don't have no interest in putting, you know, in, yeah, I'm there, you know, try to show myself, improve myself. But I'm not in trying to impress the coaches. I'm trying to impress God because, you know, this is something that I'm putting God first in. So my my target is what I can show God that I can do. So when you put yourself in that aspect, God will open that door, you know, to allow you to prove yourself and to show him that you earn your spot. So it's, it's really, you know, more to it than just trying to say that coach got favorites and coach got this. It's all about your perspective change. Okay. So like, I can take this back to like my 11th grade year, right? So, right. I'm I played high school. I played high school football at World Branch. Shout out to World Branch. Um, like my 11th grade year, I always felt like I had great potential. Like I remember one time, one of my teammates, he pulled me to the side. Uh, he was like, "Yo, man, like I see a lot of potential in you. Like don't right. stop." Even though like I wasn't getting no playing time like at all. Like this is I could like really consider that my first year of playing. But like, yeah. I was like, I was like an athlete, like I'm an athlete. So like, I just feel like I can do anything, you know, when it comes to sports. Right. So like my, uh, my coach, he would, uh, I would always like try. And then I never lift weights. That's the crazy thing too. And I'm playing offensive line. Like I just got like great. Mechanics. naturally strong. Yeah. <laughs> now I wouldn't say I was strong, man, but I was like, I had good mechanics. I had good mechanics. Right. So like, I can always move my feet and everything. But like yeah. my coach, like he was just like, nah, you're not, uh, you're not ready. Like even when film comes out, like, he would just be like going crazy on me, like, why are you doing this? And then like, 
that takes a toll on you because you're like, dang, I thought I was doing something right. But like, it's going back to like humbling yourself, you know, and just right. knowing that you don't know everything and that you can right. take something out of anything that somebody's telling you. And right. even like when I was at uh, Bluefield, like, um, like I remember, what was this? Uh, this was camp, this was fall camp. Like mm. film came down like from practicing, I'm seeing I'm doing all of this and everything. And like coach, uh, coach was like, um, Epps, like, I don't know what, I don't know what we're gonna do with you, blah, 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 blah. And then like, he would just start other people ahead of me. And like, when I'm in like getting my reps, I was like, dang, I, I'm comparing myself to them. Like, I wouldn't, I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't really that humble. That really humbled me. Right. I was like, right. I'm not, I was like, I'm better than him. I'm better than him. Like, that's not always right. the case, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, man, that's, that's big because that takes a toll on your character. You get to learn, mm-hmm. like, you learn how to become a man when you be able to humble yourself. So, right. yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Then like speeding. Then the injury is next. But then I got hurt too. Yeah. <laughs> then I got hurt during camp. That's crazy. So yeah, I had what was it? I think I had like sore knees because um my senior year of high school I tore my MCL and mm-hmm. like I never really got surgery on it. I just kept playing because I was like, dang, I need to get um what's it called? I was like, I need to get a scholarship because the coach the uh, colleges that were like interested in me, like they pulled it, they pulled the plug because I got hurt. It was like, you know, the same player. So like stuff like that, like that really, that really deteriorates your mindset. Like, and this, that's what, back to what you're saying, your perspective of like, what you, who you doing this for, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like you going, like, I'm, I'm a real like spiritual person. I've been in church like all my life and like I have a relationship with God. So like, I feel like that's the strongest thing you can have, like even like going through anything in your life. So like, tell us about like the injury part of it. Okay, well the injury, you know, you know, a lot of athletes, you know, that goes through injury problems, it's like it's another obstacle that's in life. You know, dealing with, you know, so bad because the only thing that we have in our minds is that, oh, we're trying to make it to the next level. And, you know, we're trying to do this and we're trying to do that. You know, injuries never come up to say that, you know, we never partake in injury as saying that, you know, this could happen to me. We all, only thing we just worry about is just, you know, full-fledged focus on, you know, just getting to the next level. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as spiritual people, you know, talking about my standpoint again, because I was once in high school and I broke, you know, fractured uh, two places in my pinky. And, you know, I was going to start as a wide receiver, but I end up, you know, when I end up getting, you know, what you call it, a cast on my finger. They say I was out for the season. You know, I lost focus. I lost my grades. It, it was just bad. I couldn't even come back and play. He said I had to use a waiver the next time I played. So I was just trying to wait for a senior year to use my waiver. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that injury, it really made me lose focus. And, you know, I'm going back to God because, you know, I had a relationship with him and still do. I'm just like, Lord, you know, why are you I'm, you know, I'm trying to do everything right. And, you know, I get injured. Why is this Lord? Like, why? Why you allow me to, you know, get injured? But, you know, part of that is because it was part of my story, you know, dealing with everything that's going on now, you know, today's world that, you know, speaking about my experience, coming from high school, like I said, I never played no game. You know, only thing that I was doing was showing out in practice. That's the only thing I could do before something happened. And so, you know, let me just you know, stick on the topic, but injury is just an obstacle and it, it, it helps you build who you are as a person that God will want you to be 
and, you know, going on to the next stage, you know, you get better, you get bigger, you get better, you know, your mindset changes, you know, to push past, you know, your injuries and all that other stuff. So it just helps you become a better person as far as the things that you got to work on. Cause what do you do when you hurt? You sit down, you sit out, you know, it's a lot of things that you got to, you think about, it's a lot of things that you got to partake in. It's a lot of things that you, you may have to, you know, do to change who you was before you got, you know, hurt in this, in the situation you was in. It seemed like everybody that, that has got hurt before they end up becoming somebody that they wasn't before. So, you know, I could speak on, I could speak on Phil Tyler, you know, um, great cornerback, you know, he was all American for Bluefield. You know, he, he, before he got hurt, you know, he was just, he was just, he had this dog mentality, you know, he still does, but it was like, the person he was back then, he, he he's not that same person. So it's like it pushed him to gravitate, building that relationship with God, humbling because he, he I ain't gonna say he wasn't a humble person, but he he had some things that he needed to work on within himself that being injured had made him realize that oh it's a lot of things that I gotta work on within myself. This is just bigger than injury. So it's really about himself and the path that he chose to take that God has him taking on now. But you know, speaking on his case, you know, he's doing bigger and better things. You know, he got a combine up in March. So, you know, I speak blessings on him, pray pray for him and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, injuries just just changes you in, in a way. I feel you. I feel you. All right. So, basically, like, we can go back to when you said um, that you didn't play, like, the games in high school. Like, that's basically like a curveball from life. Like you, you working hard every day in practice, and like when you in practice, you going hundred percent. Like it's a game day, so like you can talk about like how like the stress and the anxiety and like the uh, the physical aspect of it and like the emotional part. Like, right. All right. So you know, in high school, this this where it all started. You know, it started from. Me being in Portsmouth, you know, Portsmouth, Virginia, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not from there, you know, we just moved out there because my people was in the military, mm-hmm. you know, that's, you know, high school started for me out there and, you know, I missed, I missed the training camp because my mom, it's it's like every year my mom always wanted to do a take a family trip around the time we're supposed to be in training camp. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you're in training camp, that, that allows your name to be put out there. That allows the coach to see who, you know, who wants to be, has the spot for, for, mm-hmm. so you know, I go out, you know, and on um, practice, you know, I'm trying to give it my all. You know, we end up moving to a different area in Virginia Beach. Go to Virginia Beach, you know, same thing every year. My mom wanted to take this, uh, take a family trip, and we come back to it. It's like I'm starting off the day they say we're going on full pads. It's the first practice of the season. So it's like me starting in that position. It's like now, now that I have missed, you know, the training camp, it probably let the coaches know that, I wasn't as committed as the other players that was there. So I'm trying to, I got to fight harder than they was fighting. And, you know, I got to still learn the plays. I got to learn this and that, you know, as me going a hundred percent at practice, you know, how it made me feel. It was just like, sometimes I would get recognized, but other times I won't get recognized. They would just, you know, when it's my turn to do something, they'll kind of like turn their head. So it was like that, that notice wasn't there. And so, emotionally I just felt like you know I was last I always felt like I was last my whole life and I have a scripture for that those who are called last shall be called first and um you know in that position that state of mind it was just you know as I was comparing myself to other people I was just like 
well, I see him doing this and I see him doing that, but I can do that better. You know, that that same mentality I had, it wasn't it wasn't humbled at all in my head. So it was just like it was a battle within myself. I had to I had to I then noticed that everything that I'm doing is, you know, for myself and is I, you know, I'm competing against myself at this point, who I can do, what I can do to make me a better person. And so I always thought, you know, it was just his fault, it was his fault. You know, I was better than this person. I was better than this person. Even though I won't say it, I will always think it. You know, I'm, you know, I'm snagging one hand practices. You know, got everybody saying, "Ooh, that boy raw for real." But then skirmish come, game day come. You know, I get, I never get put in the game. So it just, it, it, it really deterred me. You know, to wanting to feel like, you know, should I just quit? You know, should I just give up on this? Because I know that. I'm more than capable of making plays in the game. I'm better than just sitting on the sideline, you know. So I, so then I'll go, um, you know, I'll go to God, and you know, I just start putting my problems on Him. Like, Lord, like, why I'm not getting recognized? Lord, why am I not, you know, doing this? Why I'm not getting in that? Why do, why do coaches not, you know? So I just had that, you know, that impression of wanting to impress the coaches more than, you know, just wanting to impress God. You know, I was just questioning God because He He wasn't me putting me in the position to where I can you know, do such. But I had to realize that it was all just a humbling, you know, story for me because I wasn't as, I wasn't as always a humble dude. And, you know, I just always thought about situations where I was, you know, better than somebody. But, you know, today I can speak on, I'm more than humble. And every time I touch that field, it's just, I give it all to God. That's the only person I, I really care for, to do it for, you know, as, you know, my family, of course, but he really putting me in that position. So now it's like a, a job interview. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like how you put that as a job interview. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I could just think back to um, my uh, my high school year, my senior year. Like my senior year, like that was my coming out year, showing everybody what I can do. I remember right. I'm healthy. Like I remember, what was this? I remember uh, my homeboy Cam, Chris, and Kai. They all signed to um to college. They got scholarship yeah, to play. Yeah. So then, like before they signed in there, like I remember just walking past their jerseys. I was like, "Dang, I'm gonna do that next year. I'm gonna yeah. do that same thing, like manifesting it." Right. So I was really like working hard, like every like during the summer before camp start. I'm up, I'm up all night. I'm watching videos on the position I'm playing by NFL players. Like I don't sleep. I I tell you, I did not sleep. Like. My mom, she getting up ready to go to work. As soon as she get up to go to work, I'm outside. I'm I'm running. I'm getting in shape. Like I'm changing my body. I'm changing my habits. Everything. And like, uh, what was this? Like camp come comes around. Like you said, like that's when coach be like, oh, let me see. Where I'm gonna put all these boys at. Let me see who's gonna yeah. play this position. And like, I'm at like World Branch was a two way school. So like most of the time we going both ways. So either way, either way, like it comes. I'm trying to be on the field. It don't matter where it's at. So. I'm working hard. Mm-hmm. I'm showing what I can do and everything. Um, so then I start shining. They like, I remember we played Ridgeland. Like this one play signified like what I can do. Like I was, right. I was tackled and I pulled and like, it was a DN over there. I was running. I knocked his helmet off, like clean off. Like, mm. yeah, his coach was looking like, <laughs> dang. <laughs> yeah. Then like, then like that really like, like service all through the low country. They were seeing it. Um, then like first game, first game came, we played Hilton Head. I was in the newspaper Mm -hmm. as an unsung hero. I got like what, 90, 94% on blocking and stuff. Like 
I don't know why my coach, he did not put me at, uh, at, uh, on defense like that. He was like, yeah, you a great blocker, man. We're going to need you there. Like, I can honestly play both. And, right. uh, like, the second game, we played May River. So, like, that whole game, like, they targeted my legs. Like, they they targeted most of me and my uh, my homeboy, uh, Fripp. They, they targeted both of our legs the whole game. Like, we had great games the first week. So, I'm like, the coach must be teaching you, boy, that. And, like, they tried to get y'all injured. Yeah, and that's the thing. Both of us got injured. He tore his uh, ACL mm. and his meniscus, and I tore my uh, tore my MCL and ruptured my meniscus. Like that joint was crazy. Yeah, and like, yeah. like I don't want to say I thank God for the uh, for the hurricane, but I just was thankful to come back and you know be able to play because like right. the first time they told me was like, yeah, you're not gonna be able to play. So I'm just trying to I'm asking like the trainer, what can I do to like you know speed up the healing process? So she just gave me right. a paper to do um, like a bunch of therapy workouts. So like, I'm doing that all day long. Like I'm getting this knee, I'm like, I gotta get back on the field. I don't have, I'm trying to go to school. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. like I'm not paying for school. So you gotta find a way to go to school. I'm like, I'm not trying to go to the military, man. That's my last thing. <laughs> That's the last thing I would want to do. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting my mind right. I'm trying to get, uh, get back to play. So I got back to play. Like I said, the coaches, they I got on, they took me on visits and everything. They was like, Yeah, you're not the same player that we first saw. So like I was like, Yeah, that 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 really had hurt, man. That really had hurt. But I just I came back and I was playing, I was making an impact and stuff. Um uh what happened? Yeah, I, I came back, I was making an impact. I, I helped lead the lead the team to a regional championship. Um like I can't. That's when matter of fact, that's how we got to uh, Bluefield. Let me get. Let me take you out to how I got to Bluefield. So, like, hold on, hold on, Can I cut? hold on. Let me come in right quick. And ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So when you when you when you got hurt, did you feel like you was the same person, or when you came back, did you feel like you was better than the person you was before you got hurt? Hmm. Okay. Let me see. I'm gonna take it on two different levels. All right. So yeah, physically. Like I was nervous, you know, mm-hmm. I was because it was a traumatic injury, like injury to me, because I never got like seriously hurt like that. And right. uh, yeah, mentally I was nervous as well, but I was more calm before than I mm-hmm. once was because, like, even in practice, like I was always a humble dude in practice and stuff like that. Right. Until like people start talking trash, and I got to talk trash to you, and right. then I got to show you. Yeah, <laughs> like. While I was hurt, like they would still like take shots at me. I'm like, man, y'all just lucky I'm on one leg, man. Because if I did not get hurt, y'all would not be talking like this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, but I feel like I feel like I was a better person. Like I, I'm an honest, truly believer of everything happens for a reason. So, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I was a, a bad, I wasn't bad, you know. Yeah. So yeah. But then, like, when was this? Oh yeah, that uh, that training camp, not training camp, that uh, that combine in Daytona. That's where I met uh, Flash. I met Flash in Daytona. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dang. yeah. So, like, I came out there. Like, as soon as I got out there, coaches like running up to me, like, "Yo, what's your name? Where you from? What is blah blah blah?" I'm like, "Dang, mm. I ain't never got this recognition back home." Right. Like, like <laughs> dang. So. I'm putting on the show. Like, I still got the knee brace on, man. Like, I tell you, my 40 yeah. time was super slow. Like, I still, bro, I still had the fluid in my knee from, like, the injury. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that jump was crazy, yeah. man. <laughs> like, 
They was like, run your 40. And I was like, 40? Like, (laughs) 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 and then like, I got out there, I I did my little thing, man. When I took, bro, my 40 was like a six, but like, I'm just like, I saw other people there. I'm not trying to knock them, but they was running sixes without the knee, without the knee braces. Right. I'm like, See, dang, bro, that's crazy. That's that, right. That's that <laughs> potential that you had while hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then like, um, so like the coaches, they basically talking to me. We got to one-on-ones. That's why I was supposed to come to Bluefield to play defense. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, man, I'm about sick of this offense stuff. It's not fun no more, but yeah. I'm doing uh one-on-ones like, I'm working people with that. Even when offensive line, I'm still working people. Like, yeah. I, don't know, I got beat a couple of times. This one dude, he was like real nice, but he just super undersized, man. Like, mm. he got so much potential. I don't know where he at now, but he he was nice. He was nice. All right. But, but yeah, that's when I got like coach card, you know, and all that. But yeah, fact. Long story short, man, it's just it's just a journey for like stuff like that, man. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Basically, yeah, like you said, man, let's talk about like the mindset aspect of it. Like, talk to me about that. All right, the mindset. So, you know, dealing with this mindset of, you know, your career path, basically, I have a scripture and I want to go over that, you know, just for a little bit. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And it says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that what is that God, excuse me, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So, you know, let me me just elaborate off of that for a little bit. And when I say, when you know, when the scriptures say, and be not conformed to this world, you know, just, you know, not don't do the things of this world is basically what it says. But, you know, me putting it in perspective and, you know, how, you know, with athletes and all, it's just don't, you know, when life hits you, you know, don't join their pathways. Don't, you know, continue to, you know, ride the wave of the earth, mm-hmm. but transform your mind. Because when you transform your mind, it all starts off by transforming. That's when, you know, things will be become renewed. You know, you you begin to change things that are around you before, you know, because you're transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so as I, as I try to break this down even more, you know, no matter what life says, you know, if God called you to be this person and God called you to be that person, if God called you to do, you know, what he wanted you to do and his world keep on attacking you, you cannot, you know, you cannot have your mind stuck on this world. You have to be separate. You have to take the mind from the flesh because mm-hmm. when you take the mind from the flesh and you, you know, renew it off of what God is saying, you'll be able to become the person that God is calling you to be instead of joining back to this world because it's, it's keep it's keep hitting you and it goes off of spiritual warfare and i don't really want to get too much into that because I mean, that's a different topic that spiritual warfare ain't nothing to play with <laughs> but yeah it's just you know when you have that transformation in your mind it's you're able to you know do a lot of things no matter what life says to you you're able to achieve so many things you're able to be you know who god calls you to be because you're walking in the will of god and so I see a lot of people out here today, you know, as far as, you know, athletes, you know, as far as, you know, students, you know, just anybody in general that their mindset is not in the right place. And it's just like they are when it's like when an obstacle, when an obstacle comes in their life, it's just like they 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 rather just get, you know, they rather let the obstacle take them off their path. And, you know, they start to ride that wave. And so they 
they put in the mindset of, okay, this happened. So it, it, it's whatever to it. You know, I'm just going to, you know, go with life. But that's not what you're supposed to do because your obstacle, you know, I, I just look at, you know, obstacle in life. I just look at, you know, enemy just come in and put a roadblock. But, you know, all spirituality, you know, it's, it's you trying to, you know, better yourself and, you know, still walk that, that path that God walk, wants you to walk on. But it's just, you cannot conform to this world. And, you know, people just feel like it's okay to, you know, get off their path and start doing their own thing and, you know, try to make it themselves because they got comfortable in that. And it's like you stepping out of that wheel. And if you're not a Christian or anything, it still pertains to you because you still have, you know, that call on your life to do something. But you just got to find out who, who you really are. That obstacle will come and take you to not know who you are in a sense. So it's just the mindset is really a powerful thing. And so that's why God says to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And, you know, he won't be telling us, to us that if it wasn't a powerful thing. So, yeah, I just, you know, want y'all to, you know, shape your mindset, you know, whatever it is, you know, dealing with life, you really have to shift your mindset because when you shift, you start to notice a change. You start to have influence and you start to have impact on other people's life because it's it's never just about us. It's always about the people. It's always about your your story. It's always about your testimony of what could you do with your testimony that helped, you know, bring other people to the light, you know, because like me and your situation uh, or mine, like, bro, when I, when you start telling me these stories about you that I never knew, you know, and some of the stuff that I did know is just like everything that you're saying is so similar to my story because, you know, when you was talking about how you would go out there, you um you you really be putting work on and then I, I really put work on my situation but then it's like you're not getting that notice mm-hmm. and then you getting hurt and I'm getting hurt and then after that you know you're trying to come back better and it's just and like dealing with this whole football thing in Bluefield it's just you know it's just so many obstacles and it's just like the similar story but you know I believe that me and you got callings on our life to you know be something greater and God is going to use that in a, in a mighty way so it's like these stories it just it just comes together but it, it's just something yeah that's it's what I was something. saying man like that's why I, I thought about this last semester because like I transferred to South Carolina State and like I wouldn't like my paperwork and stuff wasn't getting through I'm like man is this football stuff really for me because right. like you know what like now like before I was like, man, you know, I'm just trying to go to the league and stuff. Like right. I'm trying to get my family out, you know, I'm trying to get paid. But then like, mm-hmm. as I got older, like I'm 20 now. So it's like, do I really want to do that? Like if I get, like when I get the money, like what's going to happen? Like, am I going to stop? Like I used to think, I just think about everything. So like now it's like, I changed my purpose on it. So like, like now I just want to be like really successful. I'm trying to create jobs for people. I'm trying to get kids, you know, to learn different things that I didn't know when I was their age and stuff like that. Like with this podcast show, like it's a lot of things that they like, people don't talk to kids about, especially when football, they just tell you go out there, go be an athlete. Like they don't tell you about things like how we talking about now. So I feel like that's even, that's bigger. Like it's like, like you said, it's bigger than us. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. like, yeah, man, like I just feel like I can be doing more than just playing football. Like, now I said I just want to play football to get into grad school. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. yeah. So it is just like you know the bigger picture is you know who you are and you know what you called to be because mm-hmm. you know I'm you know just speaking from a real perspective and I'm not saying that you know you can't be who you 
you know, you want to be in life because, you know, God give you those desires of your heart. But, you know, some things will happen as if, you know, your purpose, if God called you to be, you know, this person is, you know, if you're a Christian, you believe in God, if God called you to be this person and you going down this path saying that you're an athlete and all this other stuff, you're doing things and you, you know, doing sports and all this other stuff, somehow within that path, God is going to allow something to happen in your life to where it, it kind of like that being put on pause and then it's like you get to find your way you know you get to dwell in God's presence and God start to reveal to you who he wanted you to be and what he wanted you to do not necessarily saying that he's going to take football out of your life but he's going to provide a path to where you find out more about yourself because it's always about the bigger picture it's never about you know just what we want to do in life it's always more to that because what we do on earth now just reflects on what we will do when, you know, that time com- does come and we reign in God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so I was saying like, you know, I, I, I tell myself, you know, we are always kings, but, you know, it's what you do on earth that will reflect that. So, you know, I'm moving, how I'm moving, you know, I'm trying to gather around people, you know, I'm trying to, you know, spread the word of God, trying to, you know, get people in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, just preaching to people, but I also do football. So one thing that I noticed about myself that, you know, it it may happen sooner or later, but, you know, I'm, it's like, in a sense, I'm called to minister unto people, but at the same time, football is just only my pulpit. So football is only, you know, used for like a, a, um, a pedestal for me just to get to where I need to be as far mm-hmm. as my, my, my final purpose and destination. Yeah. And it's always about the people. So, yeah, I'm not saying that y'all can't be who y'all want to be, but just, you know, just tap into the presence of God because it's, it's more than to it and just what you want to do in this moment. It's more than to that if y'all going through things in life. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's deep, man. I like how you said the, uh, that football is just your pulpit because that's right. how I feel like with, uh, even when it comes down to like music, you know what I mean? Like, right. Certain certain rappers they use that to send a message like I like how J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, you know mm-hmm. Chance, you know what I'm saying exactly. like that's that's right. really deep because most people just want it to be like like you said like um like oh yeah like both of us said like just be an athlete that's commercialized you right. know what I'm saying so right. like that that's really deep to get through to people like that and like talk this how like how do you get through. Oh uh, yeah, you said uh you said uh you, you minister to people. I'm like how like you cope with it like personally. So, you know, how I was able to cope with it. So I'm gonna tell you about my um when I was in Virginia Beach and you know, I had got kicked off the team. It was something so foul that the coach did. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gonna put no names out there. But um, you know, it was one day that it was game day and you know, I had went out uh my way to go get lunch, you know, while lunch period was going on. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a McDonald's that was right down the street. And you know, I had my I had my game jersey on, but I had a hoodie over it. So, you know, I won't be out, you know, just exposing. But uh, you know, I ended up getting lunch and you know, I had a teammate with me and we ended up going back to class, you know, when class started. So we was on time, we wasn't doing anything wrong. The only thing that we did wrong was that we wasn't of age to check out and to check back in when we got back to school. We just you know, went to go grab lunch and then came back on time. So one, like the assistant coach was, you know, uh, my assistant teacher from a math class. And so, you know, he saw us with the bag of McDonald's coming in. But, you know, when we ended up going to pregame, the practice, he he had went up to one of my team, the teammate that was with me and was asked him, did he leave to go get lunch? You know, um, 
while school. And, you know, the teammate was just like, yeah. And he's like, uh, did Dejan go with you too? And he said, I ain't, I ain't, you know, I'm not saying no names. I'm not putting anything out there. But I know I just did to go get lunch on my own. And he was just like, all right. So I had him come up to me as I was about to get in, you know, into practice. But he pulled me over to the side and he was just like, hey, did you go with, you know, such and such to, you know, to get lunch? And, I, you know, being honest and being truthful, because I'm not going to lie. He was, I was just like, yeah, you know, I did, but you don't have to tell the head coach that. I'm gonna tell him myself and be a man about it. And so he was just like, all right. So by the time practice was over with, I go into the locker room and the head coach was following behind me. And he was like, yeah, um, did you leave too? You know, along with such and such. And I was just like, yeah, I love. I told the coach that, you know, not to tell you because I want to tell you myself. And he was just like, well, you know. I'm glad that you've been a man about it, but clear out your locker, you're done. Just playing like that. And I was just like, like, like he had no heart about it. And I was just like, I was like, word. So then, you know, I go clear out my locker while everybody, you know, still going back out on the field. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just packing up everything. We were supposed to have a game. It was supposed to be a game day that day. I think I was going to get ready to play. And I just packed up everything, you know, just really struck my heart for a second. You know, I was really trying my best not to break down right then and there because, you know, I put so much into and you know, investing in my time and, you know, investing in all my hard work and dedication. Like you said, I was doing stuff. I was, you know, every night I was uh, watching film. I was watching, you know, film on the position I played. You know, I was even running around the football <laughs> in my house, acting like what I was going to do. I was working on my celebration dance when I, when I saw my first touchdown, <laughs> what I was going to do. And, you know, I was just like, Mom, you think this is going to be a good celebration? I was Bro, I was working on all that, bro. You know, getting up, take a jog around the neighborhood. So it was all that stuff that I was playing a part. So, you know, that's something I took pride in. So when he said that, you know, it hurt me. Mm-hmm. And so I got emotional about it. You know, I ended up going home that day. And, you know, I'm just laying in bed. And, you know, I, you know, I ain't gonna lie. You know, yeah, a couple of tears had dropped. You know, I ended up crying a little bit. My dad came in my room. He was just like, yeah, you all right? I thought you had game today. And I was like, no, nah, I got kicked off the team. He was like, you want to talk about it? I was like, no, nah, I don't really want to talk about it right now. But, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm going to talk to you when I wake up from this nap. And so, you know, like night, that night had came and, you know, be my being, be, by me being spiritual, I had asked God, I was just like, Lord, you know, am, do you want me to play football still? I don't know what you want me to do because I was going to use this year to get a scholarship, to go off to, you know, ECU. I wanted to get a scholarship for ECU. You know, I was I had all these plans in my head. And so, you know, as I asked him, I was like, Lord, show me my purpose. Show me what you want me to do. And I lied to you not, bro. It still gave me chills to this day even talking about it. So that night I had, uh, I had went to sleep. I had a dream that I was on the uh, Washington Redskins. I was, I was sitting on the sideline, but my number was 29. And so um, the coach was just like, the coach that came up to me, he was just like, he was like, Mr. Walker, you, you ready to go in? And I was like, yeah, I'm ready, coach. And so, you know, they lined up an empty set. You know, I'm a slot. You know, I played, I, you know, I was a running back, but I was in the slot, you know, formation. And mm-hmm. don't, I ran a seam and, you know, he threw the ball to me and I scored the, uh, I scored, uh, scored the touchdown. You know, I was, I was hyped. I was beating my chest point up to the crowd, bro. It was just, Hey, it was just crazy. And I just woke up. When I woke up, I had a tear coming down my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it was just so subliminal. So Dang. it was just like how I cope with that is like I always brought it towards God. I always, 
you know, bring it towards God and God would give me a message of this is what he want me to do still. And it's like the message is still keep keep going because I'm gonna make a story out of this. And, you know, I now realize what that story is and how that story is gonna be told. But it's like in a situation now, like the process will kill you. Like I ain't gonna say the process will kill you, but the process will try to destroy you. But it's just how you go about it. You keep developing spiritually, you keep building building your relationship with God, you keep pressing forth in the presence of God and God will give you the strength and the endurance to keep on going in your life and your path is going to be made clear. Like one of my favorite, um, my, one of my favorite Bible verses is, my Bible scriptures is, you know, Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six, trust in the Lord with all thy heart, with all thy heart, lean not to your own understandings and all your ways acknowledge and he shall direct your path. And so the reason why that is my favorite scripture because it applies in my life like everything that deals with that scripture is everything that has dealt with me in my life so as long as i keep trusting god as long as i keep acknowledging he's going to direct my path and that's where he's been born for many people are not going to believe my story bro when i tell you i'm not i didn't play not one single game in high school <laughs> you know i'm not going to try to you know get out into you know personal my personal business but I have been locked up before I had came to Bluefield so by God even giving me the position that opportunity to come to Bluefield and to you know play football is just a blessing because I could have still been locked up to this day and it's just you know it's how he directed my path it's like this story to tell mm-hmm. and that's just how I cope with it yeah and it'll be it's amazing how you don't realize like many people can relate to that like right i know right. like many people that got locked up and they still playing you can tyron and matthew right yeah his story was out like right. like it's a yeah. it's a lot of things that this world like will try to destroy you with and like right. you you just have to be strong within yourself and strong within the lord and like mm-hmm. that's really big man like i didn't even know that about you but like yeah, i can just tell like how everything just shaped you like you're like a visionary right. person and you see right. stuff from God and like you just keep going with it no matter like what everybody else saying what that's going on like it's that tunnel vision man and that's right that's good <laughs> I tell you focus yeah man because <laughs> when my mom always told me what God shows you don't let no man try to come and rob you for that because that bro when I tell you my whole <laughs> life when ever since God has shown me that you know I used to go around I'd be so excited I'm like yeah now I won't really speak on it too much but I'd be like you know I'm going to the NFL and somebody would be like, what? You not? You didn't even give no scholarship. You're not even going to no D1 school. I'm saying. Like, you're not going to the NFL. And I'll just look at it and I'll just be like, I mean, if only if you knew, but I didn't say that. It was just yeah. in my head. You know, I was still, you know, working on me spiritually, but mm-hmm. it was just like, don't let nobody take that from me because that's just the enemy trying to destroy your dreams. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, you know, it's just kind of tunnel vision. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, that brought me back to like a quote uh, I heard like things like last week. It was like, I forgot who said it, but they said uh, most of the time when people doubt you and doubt your dreams is because of their failed missions in their life. Mm. And yeah, like I was like, that's real deep because like yeah. coming from like where I come from, like not a lot of people really make it out. And like if you tell yeah. somebody like, man, I'm trying to go to the league, man, I want to I wanna do this, I want to do that. They're like, man, you can't do that. Like they base right. it off their life and circumstances like like you or like like you said only if you knew like you know yeah. you don't know my story you don't know what i've been through you don't know like right. how my relationship is with god so like how can you tell me you know what i'm saying right. yeah that's how i look at it man like what is it like oh yeah 
Like basically like faith, man. Yeah. What does that mean mm -hmm. to you? Okay. What is faith? Faith is hope in the unseen realm. That's what faith mm. is. So when you hoping for something, you have the expectation of something that you've never seen yet. That's faith. So, you know, by us not being, by us not seeing God, that's faith. And, you know, God, you know, really blesses our faith because, you know, for, you know, how he look at it is like, you know, I have my children out here, here on this world, but they never see me, but they worship me and they praise me. Oh, let me bless him more. And it says in, it says in the scripture that God blesses those, you know, more that those that have faith in him and that believe in him, nor that we ever seen him. But it's just, that's, that's just, that's faith to me. So no matter where I go, you know, I always keep my faith with me because the size of a faith, the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. So just imagine how big your faith is can move a whole nation. <laughs> what I tell you, <laughs> hey, try to get me caught up in this spirit. I, hey, I start preaching. You hear me? <laughs> hey man, ain't no problem with that. I tell you, I ain't hey, gonna stop you. <laughs> hey, but that's 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 faith to me, and so faith is really big. Mm -hmm. And faith is really big, no matter what life try to destroy you with, no matter what obstacle, when you have faith, it can move those obstacles out the way mm -hmm. and it can move, it can basically move life out the way so it can, you know, separate yourself from, you know, this world and yourself and, you know, what God has for you. You hold on to that. You have faith in that. And so you can overcome this world by just faith the size of a mustard seed. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's, it's a lot of mysteries that God put in the Bible with faith, but, you know, you just... You gotta tap into that. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. This has been a great episode, man. Yeah. All right. As we close down this episode, I would like you to lead us in a closing prayer. All right. I appreciate you having me on this episode, bro. Hey, man. I, <laughs> I appreciate it because you know I have a lot to say. And oh yeah. No you. Matter what. You could be back for sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> Already. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. All right, you ready, bro? Mm -hmm. All right, um, dear Lord, I just want to say thank you for allowing us to have an opportunity to, you know, broadcast and really speak on the things that you have wanted us to say from the heart, you know, speak on the situations and stories, Lord God. And I just want to say thank you for allowing me and Ramon to come together and, you know, put our stories into together, Lord God, so that people will show or that you will show people that what you can do you know, what our stories and our testimonies, Lord God, that it will touch many, Lord God. And I just ask that as the people that, that tune in on this podcast, Lord God, that you will bless them, Lord God, that you will give them, grant them with the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to activate within them so they can know the truth, Lord God, and that you can move in a mighty way in their life, Lord God, and to give them direction and give them, you know, good guidance and hope, Lord God, so they may have that faith, Lord God, even the size of a mustard seed to move mountains, Lord God, but I ask that you restore their hope, Lord God, I ask that you restore their spirit, Lord God, if any injuries that they have on this, um, that's tuned in on this podcast, Lord God, I ask that you um, bring on speedy recovery, Lord God, and allow the, the Holy Spirit to move through them. But Lord God, I just want to say thank you for this day, thank you for our daily bread, Lord God, and I just want to say we love you, and we give you all the glory, honor, praise, and your son, Jesus, and we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, man. We're going to wrap this up. I appreciate everyone that's going to tune into this. All right, everybody. Be safe. Be blessed. Stay prayed up.